Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. Russian news agency Interfax reports Russia's Prosecutor General's office filed a petition to recognize Meta as an extremist organization. While Facebook is blocked in the country, this designation would effectively criminalize Meta's operations in Russia. This comes as Meta confirmed it temporarily changed enforcement of its community standards to make allowances for forms of political expression that would normally violate our rules like violent speech. DuckDuckGo CEO Gabriel Weinberg said the search engine will downrank sites that spread Russian misinformation, but no specifics were provided on which sites and outlets would be impacted. The company previously paused its relationship with Russian state-owned search engine Yandex. Though the Russian government blocked Twitter earlier this month, cybersecurity expert and designer of the Enterprise Onion Toolkit Alec Muffet announced yesterday, This is possibly the most important and long-awaited tweet that I've ever composed. On behalf of Twitter, I am delighted to announce the new Tor Project Onion service. Russian users are now able to use the Tor anonymity network to access the social media network. Mandiant announced it has a definitive agreement to be acquired by Google for $23 a share in an all-cash transaction valued at approximately $5.4 billion. Upon acquisition close, Mandiant will join Google Cloud. The American cybersecurity company was formed in 2004, and the deal is expected to close later this year, pending regulatory and shareholder approvals. Apple's peak performance event revealed the 2022 iPhone SE. As rumors expected, it keeps its smaller form factor compared to other iPhones, adds the A15 SoC and 5G, and one 12-megapixel camera on the rear panel, which gains software-based camera improvements with the newer processor. Deep Fusion and HD4 are included, like on the iPhone 13, for handling high contrast and noise reduction. Thanks to the new chip, the updated SC promises an improved up to 10 hours of streaming video playback and up to 50 hours of audio playback. It maintains the IP67 rating for water resistance, includes Touch ID, and supports wireless charging, but not MagSafe. The base 64GB model is $429, and pre-orders start March 11th, shipping March 18th. Apple also announced the Mac Studio, a powerful desktop system featuring Apple's M1 Max chip and an option for the M1 Ultra, which features 20-core CPU, 48-core GPU, and a 32-core neural engine. Available I.O. are two Thunderbolt 4 ports and one SDXC card slot on the front, and the back has two Thunderbolt 4 ports, two USB-A ports, one HDMI port, one 10-gigabit Ethernet port, and one 3.5mm headphone jack. All on a form factor similar to a Mac Mini, but bigger, with promises to run quietly under heavy loads. The Mac Studio starts at $1,999, and M1 Ultra models start at $3,999. Pre-orders are open now and ship on March 18th. The new studio display monitor has a 5K 27-inch screen featuring 600 nits of brightness, a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera, works with Mac OS's True Tone, all in an aluminum enclosure. The studio display starts at $1,599 and several stand options are available. Pre-orders open now, also shipping March 18th. Amazon's new mobile app, AMP, launched in a limited-access U.S.-based beta for iOS. The app allows users to create live radio shows, taking callers, acting as a DJ, and playing music from Amazon's library, all free with the service. 
Amazon also announced upcoming AMP shows, including Nicki Minaj's Queen Radio and offerings from Lindsey Sterling and Pusha T, among others. Uber Eats introduced group ordering and bill splitting, similar to the fare splitting option on Uber's ride service. Everyone in a group can now place and pay for their own orders. Hosts can invite guests to a restaurant order and are given the option to split the bill or simply pay for everyone. Patches are out for a local privilege escalation flaw in the Linux kernel called Dirty Pipe. Security researcher Max Kellerman found it reported the flaw in February. It first showed up in kernel version 5.8 and is fixed as of versions 5.16.11, 5.15.25, and 5.10.102. Most distros have pushed out the patch, with the exception of Android. Many Android phones are still running an old enough kernel that they are not vulnerable, However, the Pixel 6 and Galaxy S22 are at risk. The vulnerability can be exploited through a malicious app or any other vulnerability that allows limited code execution. TikTok announced a new feature called Sound On, which will let musicians upload songs directly, then receive royalties for plays to be managed through a designated artist platform. TikTok will pay musicians 100% of royalties for the first year, with royalties split 90-10 every year after. SoundOn has been in beta since last year, but is now open to all creators. Twitter updated its iOS app UI to let users pin a tab for the chronologically sorted latest tweets feed to the top of the app. Once pinned, users can swipe between it and the algorithmically sorted home feed. The new UI will come to Android and the web soon. Tinder users will now be able to run background checks in the app through its safety center. These will be powered by the nonprofit Garbo, with two free background checks for each user for the first 500,000 searches. Garbo will charge $2.50 thereafter. Garbo also launched a standalone background check service in the U.S. with the same pricing. And Google rolled out support for displaying iMessage reactions in its messaging app for all users. Previously, reactions would show up as separate messages. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.